Hassan Black, money man for the Black Mayhem Mafia, is known for his wild and reckless behavior. Out of his brothers, Hassan is the one that often finds himself bringing the most trouble to the family. Even though he has his vices and demons, like all men, Hassan has positive qualities that makes him an asset not only to the family business, but women as well. The playboy? Hassan has more women than he can juggle, but he's willing to discard them all if it means securing the love of Vanna Lewis. Vanna has never valued the love of a man. If anything, she sees men as a way to elevate to the next phase of her life. Used to using her charm, beauty, and appeal to get whatever she wants, Vanna meets her match with Hassan. She can't deny the instant attraction they share and must completely switch up how she typically handles men. The two fight against their brewing love for as long as they can, but because of his brother and her best friend's relationship, they find themselves together often. One night of intimacy leads to the conception of their first child. Unfortunately, having a baby on the way doesn't make settling down as easy as Hassan thought it would be. And he learns the hard lesson Vanna lives by. She doesn't get mad. She gets even. Ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word. Free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to my podcast. Today's episode is Her Deep Reverence, Pregnant by a Black Mafia Don by Beloved. Now, I know I said two weeks ago that I would be doing these four books and then possibly Siobhan Latrice's third part of King and Queen of the Hood, but it dropped earlier than I expected, so I did that one first, and now we're jumping back into the Black Mayhem Mafia series. So this book is Vanna and Hassan's story. And let's jump right into it. So after Scarlett left, Vanna completely like cuts Hassan off. So now that Scarlett is back and they're celebrating her pregnancy, the two have to see each other again. So when the drama with Scarlett was going on, Hassan had took Vanna and put her up in a hotel, you know, to keep herself, her safe, excuse me, and to protect her from the situation with Malcolm. But when she stopped answering him, you know, he had been calling, texting, and she just would not respond. He stops paying for the hotel. So she's woken up by a phone call um, from the front desk telling her, you know, checkout was at this time and you're like an hour behind. And... So she packs up her stuff and picks back up a relationship with one of her little yes who promises to take care of her. Like, you know, I got you. Don't worry about it. Um, And he lets her stay with him and tells her, you know, like, I'll buy you a car. Don't worry about it. You can stay with me, you know, till you get yourself together. 
And what started out as a good situation quickly turned sour because he comes home one day and is like, you know, why didn't you clean the house? Why dinner ain't ready? Basically expecting a housewife slash maid situation. And she tells him, no, like, that's not what I'm here for. And I don't have to do those things for you. And, you know, like, it becomes an argument, and he pushes her, and she hits her face on, like, one of the legs of the bed, and it scratches her face. So she immediately jumps up, and they get into a fight. And when it's over, she runs to her mom. Now, her mom is cleaning up her face while telling her that she can stay for maybe a day, maybe even two, then after that, she has to find out what she's going to do. But Vanna tells her, you know, she already has some things lined up, so she will not be there long. And her and her mom, like, they don't have a good relationship, so she's really not trying to stay there with her anyway. So the Blacks are all together, and Scarlett answers a FaceTime from Vanna. And, you know, like, she's immediately upset, like, what the fuck happened to your face? What's going on? Because she's supposed to be at the party with them, but she's FaceTiming Scarlett to tell her that she wouldn't be able to make it and she's trying to uh you know joke it off like you should see his face and it's like girl this is not a laughing matter what what's wrong with your face and although he's trying to act as if he doesn't care or if he's not listening when Hassan hears about her face being messed up he comes over and takes Scarlett phone and says you know what's his name and Vanna is like you know no you don't have to do that and he's like I'm not playing with you what is his name so she gives it to him and at first Hassan was going to go take care of it himself so Assad and Savant jump in the car with him like you know if you're going we're going we all gonna mess up our lives together because that's his thing he's like no nah, bro you just got out of jail you go back and uh Assad you supposed to be celebrating um my nephew's life and he's like and they tell him no like if you gonna fuck up your life we gonna write with you So he calms down and lets, you know, security let them take care of it. But he's very upset. So Hassan and Vanna, because she shows up later. Anyway, she like put makeup on and you really can't tell that her face is bruised up. And they have a talk. Because they're like, you know, we're going to have to be around each other for the sake of our quote unquote family. So, you know, let's just be cordial. And Hassan tells her that they could not try again or possibly be friends or anything like that because he no longer trusts her her ghosting him you know that triggered his abandonment issues that he has from his childhood with his mother and being ignored so it's just like and they talked about that a little bit so for her to do that it's just like I can't trust you with me so no and Vanna's mother is no better. The only thing her mother taught her was how to treat these men like they're nothing. Like get them for money and sex and then be done with them. More so money. And she also doesn't believe in Vanna. Like basically she treats her more like as if she was her friend and not her daughter. She doesn't give her any moral support like pep talks. None of that stuff. So, but while both of them claim that nothing is going to happen between the other, they become friends with benefits. Vanna is feeling stuck in her life because, you know, Scarlett, she got out of that bad situation with Robert and Malcolm. She found Assad. 
she's pregnant you know she's happy she's in love and she's doing what she wants to do now and that just makes Vanna realize how much she's stuck she used to want to be a nurse and while she was going to nursing school she got plastic surgery and you know like she had a guy playing paying for the plastic surgery and she used the money that she had from other guys to fly her friends out to take care of her it's like you know I'm gonna get this surgery I'm gonna fly you guys out to look after me you know while she's in recovery but they treated it more like a vacation and basically left her on her own so that inspired her to want to open up a recovery house more so for black women who've had plastic surgery and then also like women who've had any type of operation but more so plastic surgery and Hassan tells her you know it's not too late to still make that happen and after their conversation she decides that she's gonna go back to school and she goes to talk to her mother to let her know and this conversation like it really blew my mind but so many people have like these life stories and I'm just like damn I could not relate so she tells her mom like I have some good news and when she tells her that she's going to go back to nursing her mother doesn't say anything and you know Vanna she just continues she's like I'm hoping in a year or two I can start my first recovery house even though I don't have to be hands-on involved I want to be so I want to get back in the field and do some networking so I can make sure that I have the perfect team of people to help me and after she says that her mother laughs and tells her that she's still weak-minded and that she's only going to quit again you might as well just keep doing what you're doing at least that's consistent money and Van, she's not surprised by this like Vanna isn't surprised at all even though she wished she was she knew that there was a better chance of her mom being negative than positive and she asks her mom you know why can't you just say you're proud of me for going back to what I love why do you always have to be such a pessimist and mom's like you know I'm not a pessimist I'm a realist and I'm just telling you you know what you need to hear you're not gonna go through with that so why act like I'm happy for you I'm proud of you when I know it's gonna fail and Vanna tells her you always seem to focus on the bad with me what have you done good Vanna and this upsets Vanna and she yells out more than you but it's like Vanna it seemed like you came looking for this this would be something that would hold you back because it's just like you need one person to tell you oh, you're no good at this, and it gives you a reason to throw in the towel. And then she accuses her mom of being jealous. And so she says, you know, what What do you have that I have to be jealous of? Vanna tells her, you know, you're jealous because you wanted to live the life that I've lived. You wanted to be a nurse, but you couldn't cut it in school. I don't think you ever really wanted me to succeed at this. And her mother admits that she doesn't. And she blames Vanna because, you know, she got pregnant with Vanna while she was a student, you know, in medical school. And I'm just like, I don't understand. 
and this is what she says to her. She said, you're damn right. I wanted to be a nurse, but I couldn't cut it because of you. You're the reason I'm working at this damn clinic as a medical assistant instead of a nurse. And you think I want to sit here and listen to you talk about how you're going to do what I'll never be able to do? And it's like, girl, I, how do you blame your child? If you felt that way, you should not have had the child. And just like how Vanna stopped pursuing it at one point and she's deciding to go back mama you can also do the same thing it's the fact that you feel like you're stuck and you refuse to go back for your dream that's not her fault you are the one that decided to have the child you cannot blame your child for anything going on with in your life if you are the parent you made the decision to have that child so you should have i don't know like made it happen. i don't know but it's just like blaming your child for the reason your life not going the way you wanted to makes no sense because you have the choice you know like saying I can't deal with this while I'm trying to be in school or I can't take take care of a child you have those type of choices and so Vanna asks her she's like so that's my fault I didn't keep you from making good grades no one is keeping you from going back to school now you know what I just said like you just chose to be stuck in the position that you're in and because you have resented your child since you've had her you brought her up thinking you know just get money from men and that'll get you through life or whatever it's just like it makes no sense and so Vanna tells her you know you're my mother you're supposed to see the good and potential in me you're supposed to uplift me not tear me down and all her mother has to say is well I'm not no tear cheerleader ass bitch so if you came up here for that you're not gonna get it from me and vanna unfortunately she knows that and like i said i think she just went to go see her mom so her mom could say you know you can't do this and basically like she's looking to be hurt is like girl you could have went to anybody else and so she gets up and leaves and Hassan calls her, but, you know, she's not trying to talk to him, but he keeps calling and asks her, you know, what's wrong? And she tells him about the conversation. He's like, you know, does that happen often? And she tells him, yeah. And he's like, so why didn't you go to anybody else but her? And she admits that she knew that her mom was going to be like that. And it's just like, girl, so anyway, girl. So Hassan goes to the birthday party of a little boy of a woman that he's messing around with. And he just has a thing for children's birthdays, birthday parties. And it's like not on no creeper type vibes. It's just, once again another trauma from his childhood. And his mother, both of his parents, it's, I'm not just going to blame it on Kirby, but the daddy too. Because the daddy ain't shit either you know they had a messed up childhood so now he just goes to birthday parties for the little hot dogs and juice and stuff and to see kids running around playing it makes him happy to see it and so you know he doesn't see a problem pulling up he brought the boy a toy the boy knows who he is but he notices that the mama keeps trying to get him to leave like you know oh you don't have to stay you can leave you know, you can leave, like, basically trying to push him out the door. And because he notices that, he decides to stay. And she admits that 
her and the dad they weren't messing around when her and Hassan had sex but now like they're back doing their thing and the guy is really like a deadbeat but wants to show up on the little boy's birthday playing daddy of the year and he's inside the house that's why she had him sitting outside so they wouldn't interact with each other and before he leaves it's a situation because he sees the dad pulling on the girl's arm so he goes inside and is like you know anything you have to say say it to me don't whisper it to her and don't direct it towards me so the guy tries to swing on Hassan but Hassan ducks and knocks the guy out then pulls out a gun but Rakeem you know calms him down like you know what you gonna do shoot this man in front of all these kids and that makes Hassan realize that he needs anger management because it's like I really could have killed a man in a room full of kids I'm doing way too much so and it kind of threw me because reading about him in the first book like he is just such a hothead don't care about nothing he's ready to fight any and everybody and it's just like when it's time for his own book he's just much more he has time to think about things but in a side story it's just like I just knew Hassan was gonna irritate my soul but well we'll get there so like I said he realizes that he needs anger management although everybody has been telling him that from the beginning so he goes and tells everyone you know like I'm gonna give myself some help I need something you know and while I'm gone uh Dijon is gonna take over for him and then he goes to tell Vanna that he will be gone for possibly one to three months to a secluded location that will have therapists who are there to specifically help black men without judging them so you know they can get out their anger and anything that they have to say without people being afraid of them for simply raising their voice and getting out their frustration so a month and a half later he's home and his first stop is to vanna and as they're catching up she realizes that she hasn't had her period and he isn't concerned because he's like, you know, you're on birth control, so what's the problem? And she says yes, but she also still has a cycle every month, so something is wrong. And they, well, she takes a pre oh, excuse me, a pregnancy test, and it's positive. And Hassan tells her, you know, he's ready to commit. He wants her to move in, and it's not just because of the baby. Because before she even told him that news, he had planned on asking her that anyway. And she's real hesitant because, you know, they they both some players. Like, they're one and the same. They do the same thing. They're the female and male version of each other. So she's like, you know, are you really ready to commit to just me and want to be with me? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I ain't trying to do all that. And then it falls apart. So he gives her space and says, you know, you call me when you ready. So three weeks later, they go to the doctor to take another test, you know, to make it official. And it's still positive. So for some reason, I guess going to the doctor makes it real to her. And I'm only saying that because on Twitter, there are so many doctors on the timeline who tell, you know, 
they use the same like pregnancy test from the dollar store and all that type of stuff so it's just like you going to a doctor just because they got a lab coat on they're not doing no extra special shit like taking a pregnancy test at home and then going to a doctor you doing the same thing so save yourself that doctor's bill and just take a pregnancy test from the uh dollar store oh yeah that was a th- oh, side note sorry because on twitter that was the thing like some girl made a tweet saying you taking a pregnancy test from the dollar store proves that you're not ready to have a child and it was like a few doctors in the reply saying we use those same pregnancy tests from the dollar store in our offices so like what is you saying anyway <laughs> um and she told Hassan you know this makes it real to her now so now she agrees to committing and moving in with him Hassan gets a call from Assad, you know, to meet over at Kirby's house. And he goes over there and they say that their dad, Colt, uh, Colt is going to call. So, you know, they're waiting for the phone to ring. And Hassan introduces Vanna to his mama as his woman and as the mother of his child. And Scarlett and Dijon, you know, they're so excited. Because Scarlett is like, you know, our babies are going to grow up together. And Vanna's like, yeah, they're even going to be cousins. So, you know, like, we are family. And then Cole calls and he tells them that he's ready to come back to the States. He missed the birth of his first grandchild, Maria. So he's not trying to miss the birth of the second one being the one that's in Scarlett's belly right now. And they like, um, you not on vacation, nigga. Like, if you step foot back over here, it's a wrap. And you're going to cause trouble for us. And Colt, like, tells him, you know, you were supposed to already have things in store for me. And Assad is like, yeah, I'm still working on them. Like, you caused a lot of damage that I'm trying to fix. And all Colt says is that they have a year and he's coming back. So Kirby turns to Hassan and tells him that if Colt comes back and this jeopardizes the family, he better take care of it. So this confuses Vanna and she's looking at him like, what does that mean? And is sure that he wouldn't kill his own father. And Hassan has to explain, explain to her like he is the Don. So while Assad is the head of the family, Don is basically like he takes care of things so if Assad gives the order that he needs to take care of it and if it means protecting the mafia yes he will have to kill his own father you know it's mafia over everything and it wasn't until that moment she understood the severity of what it meant to be with him and be associated with the mafia and I'm I'm confused because I'm like it's it's the mafia like what are you see I need I need street and criminal men to get with like-minded people because you getting people that are green to the situation don't help you. It's like, girl, you heard mafia. What did you thought that meant? Um, and so for a second, she's just confusing like kind of pulls away from him and he has to ask her you know so does that mean you don't want to be with me anymore or you feel like i can't keep you safe 
And she's like, no, that's not what that means. I know you can keep me safe. I just had to step back and clear my mind. But, you know, it doesn't change anything between us. We'll do whatever, whatever. So, Vanna has distanced herself from her mom, you know, because after... And I'm trying to understand this. It's like, it's nothing new. But I guess this one really hurt her feelings. The mom texts her, like, saying, you know, your little sisters want to see you. So, can you stop by? So, she stops by on her way to work. And as soon as her mama steps in the room, she's being petty. Asking Vanna, you know, she's still mad. And... Van, like she's trying to blow her off like lady I'm not even trying to go there with you like I don't even know why you bothering me and Vanna tells her sisters that she's pregnant and then the mom has to say something else she's like oh you held out um longer than I thought you would I just knew you was gonna get pregnant in high school and Vanna just stands up and leaves and she tells her you know if you want a future relationship with me or my baby you need to watch the way you speak to me and the mom is kind of shocked i guess at the fact that she's putting her foot now and vanna leaves so lately vanna and hassan they've been real busy um you know her with working i want to say second shift or even third shift because she works like into the night and you know hassan doing what he gotta do she drops some food off to him and after she leaves his client tells him, you know, do not let work get in the way of your relationship. Make time for your partner. No matter what you got to do, do not let work be above the relationship. So when it's time for her break, he has one of the hospital rooms set up for like a picnic and they have a talk. And he tell, well, they've discussed it, but they're just like, you know, reiterating that she is taking her third trimest- trimester off plus six months after so it's just like you know that's giving her a lot of time to bond with the baby and just relax then on valentine's day hassan hands her a little envelope with a picture of a real realtor and tells her you know that's who will be helping her find the building of her recovery house and you know she's real overwhelmed like you know you don't have to do this you've already done enough and he's like you know you've given me you you giving me more than i can ever ask for like the shit that i'm doing for you ain't really nothing and so soon after you know they're in the lovey-dovey phase and as she's getting deeper into her pregnancy he has to go out for the night and he notices that the woman he was trying to get with before vanna is acting different that night like he wanted i think her name was malia because i kept calling her old girl because it's just like that bitch ain't important um he wanted her bad like he was always flirting with her you know trying to get her to go out with him all that type of stuff and she would not pay him no mind saying she don't date gangsters she don't date niggas in the mafia so it was a no-go so this night like she's shaking and shit and he's like noticing this and so he follows her like when she goes down to the hallway for employees and he's like you know are you all right and she tells him you like no i got a crazy ex i think he followed me here and he's waiting on me outside 
for when I get off. So, you know, of course, they gonna look out for a woman and they got the security on it and he follows her home to make sure that she's all right. So the next day, Vanna is going out for lunch with Scarlett and Dijon and he's just moping around the apartment. Now she's asked him once, you know, like, what's wrong? What's the matter? And he says, nothing is cool. But before she leaves, she's like, you know, I'm going to ask you one more time. Is everything okay? And he tells her that he almost cheated the night before and explains the situation. And it's like, you know, she was really grateful for me helping her out, but I stopped it. And I don't know how many more times I'm going to be able to stop it. So I don't really think that this relationship is going to work out. So she tells him, you know, thank you for telling me and just let me know right now if you want it to be over with because I'm telling you now, I don't get mad, I get even. So if you cheat on me, I'm going to do it 10 times worse and really hurt your feelings. So if this ain't what you want to do, let me know and we can co-parent and that'll be that. But it'll be on good terms because we ended the relationship before you cheated on me. And so he's like, you know, no, I love you. Why would I give up this relationship? And, you know, like, no, we good. I'm just telling you what could have happened. And so when she leaves out, it's kind of like at a standstill. It ain't really like definitive of what's going on. So at lunch now, she's the one moping and she tells Scarlett and Dijon, you know, what he told her and make them promise not to say anything. It's like, I'm not trying to get y'all involved, but I'm going to be really fucked up if he cheats on me because, like I said, they one and the same. So they really ain't about relationships, about being with just one person. So for her to put her all into this and to possibly be played is messing with her. So Dijon, like Scarlett promises, she's like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm following your lead. Dijon says, I can't promise you that. Like, that's my blood brother, but you're my chosen sister. And I want y'all to stay together. So, no, I'm sorry. I'm not promising that I'm not going to say anything. And so she pulls up on him at the strip club where he's counting money and tries to talk some sense into him. Like, you know, do not cheat on her. Why would you mess up what you have for somebody who ain't paid you no attention and then out of the blue just because you helped her now she's trying to give you some sympathy pussy and he asked why not like why should i not risk it or why should i not do it and at that moment even as his sister i would have got up and left like obviously it ain't no talking to you you want to do this anyway and he's trying to justify it as it ain't nothing but pussy like it ain't it's, it ain't gonna be a problem even if I do do it like what's the big deal but it's like you and your girlfriend have already had a conversation about this so you know what the big deal is and she has told you beforehand that she will not deal with cheating so you trying to simplify it and downplay it as just being pussy do not help the situation so and as they're talking old girl calls him again and Deshaun just leaves she's like fine you finna fuck up your own life 
and old girl is claiming like she on the highway and she's claiming that the ex is following behind her at that point she knows him so you know he giving her instructions like do this do that don't go to your house i'm finna pull up i'm gonna help you da 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 whatever whatever so um he gets her to a parking lot you know they talk for a minute and then he trails her back to her house and tells her you know you need to get this taken care of and she's like you know i am my brother's driving up tomorrow and he's gonna help me uh take care of this whoop-de-whoop whatever whatever and then she asks him to stay until she falls asleep and i'm trying to understand why he didn't leave but he wants to do this so of course he's not gonna leave right there and everybody is keeps telling him like you know no don't do this don't like why are you purposely messing this up and he's still acting like he doesn't see the big problem so of of course she cannot fall asleep so they start drinking and he ends up passing out so he passes out and wakes up to her giving him head and instead of stopping it right there he has sex with her anyway and then when it's over the condom is almost off so he goes and buys a plan b because she swears up and down you know i'm in school i don't want to get pregnant i don't have time for kids i do not want to get pregnant so he goes and buys the plan b so he's been acting weird after that it's just like he stays out until vanna is in the bed and when she wakes up and is getting ready like for her day he's heading out the door so she asks him you know like is there something that you want to tell me because she's second guessing herself at this point you know like is it my pregnancy am i getting on his nerve does he want his house back did you know he finally realized that this was too soon for him and this is not something he really wants to do so when she asks him you know like is there something that you want to tell me is there something that you want to do he says no everything is cool you know it's just work and says you know i'll get off earlier so we can go on a date and she's like you know no i'm not trying to interfere with your business but just you know let me know what's going on because i feel like you don't you don't really want to be here you really don't want me here so they go out on a date and it's great but she notices that his phone has been ringing constantly and so she tells him, you know, tell that bitch that you're not available right now and that she don't uh, dictate dictate your time. And he, like, holds out the phone, like, here. you, Because he had cut it off, you know, because it's ringing so much. And he's like, here, turn it on. You'll see that it's just business. But like I said, they're one and the same. So she knows what he's doing because if she turn on that phone, it's going to be something that she really don't want to see and it's going to hurt her feelings and then he gonna turn that into her not trusting him and having to check his phone and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop so she looks at him laughs and gets up and walks out because she's like nigga you really playing with me and i want to bust you in your face right now but i'm just gonna walk away so he waits till the next day where he like he can't find vanna she's not in the house he ain't talked to her and then he calls old girl back and she's claiming to be pregnant. He's like, how when I bought you a plan B? And she's like, well, my brother showed up the next day and we was trying to take care of those things. And everything just got so crazy that by the time I remembered, it was past the three-day mark. 
and she claims to only be three days late like past her cycle so he's like you know you might not even be pregnant so what is you calling me for you know like so hype about this and she keeps saying you know i can't have a baby i don't want to have a baby i'm gonna have an abortion so it's like so what are you calling me for if you plan on getting an abortion you can just get an abortion and not call me but the thing is Hassan tells her you know I don't want to lose my baby so if you don't want the baby you could just give it to me and it's like nigga what what are you talking <sighs> anyway so he tells her you know let's wait a few weeks and then we'll take basically the same thing that he did with Manna. it's like claiming to be pregnant then waiting three weeks to take another test and it's still positive so when he goes home vanna is there cooking dinner you know she's in a good mood she got the old school plan and she's like you know i'm cooking to as my way of apologizing for being insecure when i'm thinking that you're cheating and you're not and he just comes out and says i did cheat and she's pregnant but it didn't mean anything and i'm just like i hate who niggas get on my nerves like why do y'all love to throw that out there after you've already done it like it didn't mean anything i don't i didn't care about her it don't i, I love you it showed me how much like sliding another bus, uh, bitch's pussy showed you how much you loved me and it was at that moment that you realized you didn't want it like as you're fucking up the relationship this is when you realize you don't want to fuck up the relationship like make it make sense and it's like as soon as she hears those words she's devastated and at the fact that the girl is pregnant she's just like okay i'm leaving because if i don't leave i'm gonna try to fight you and so as she's trying to walk out the door he's pulling her back and you know she is so upset she punches him in the face and tells him that they are over like do not talk like we're gonna co-parent and we're even gonna get like the courts involved get some visitation set up but this we are over and i'm just like i don't it pisses me off because like in the book <laughs> it's like oh be love you got me in my feelings because he turns around because he doesn't want to see her technically walk out of his life and now he realizes that old girl wasn't worth it nothing was worth losing vanna so it's like you had everybody in your corner telling you that you even had your own personal conversations with vanna but you just had to have sex with this girl and it ain't nothing but him being a man and finally getting a woman that played like she didn't want him after all that time it's like he just had to have like basically say he got the girl but it's like you are you had a good ass one like anyway let let let's move on so vanna goes to asai's restaurant and she just start punching old girl well no she gives her a chance she walks straight up to her and says put your hands up old girl said i'm not gonna fight you vanna like cool well i'm fighting you and she pulls her hair back and punches her in the face three times and Assad and Rock, uh, Rakeem come over and like try to pull them apart but she like punches her again and kicks her in the face cause it's like this ain't nothing new. Oh girl knew 
that they were together, like Vanna and Hassan were together, and that she was pregnant with a baby. So it's just like, you slept with my man, knowing that he was my man, on some petty shit. So yeah, I'm here to whoop your ass. Uh, <laughs> but then she leaves. And then, you know, like, she's been keeping her distance from everybody, just going to work and going back home because she kept i meant to say that at the beginning she kept her apartment that she had while she was living with hassan because it's just like she didn't want the situation with the other guy that she got into the physical altercation with to happen again so it's like if i have to move i will have a place to stay and i just won't be like out on my own with nobody to uh with nothing to fall back on not nobody with nothing to fall back on so one day she's at the mall and she runs into uh Rakeem who sits down with her and is like you know my man he is doing bad and I feel like he learned his lesson but this is another thing that really fucked me up because <laughs> he tells her like you know Hassan has always been a cheater and slept with a lot of women so the fact that he wasn't sleeping with a woman every day of the week while y'all were together is really a good thing it's like the fact that he only cheated once like give my man some slack and it's just like this is this is men's logic like for real the fact that he is so used to sleeping with so many different women that when he committed and did not sleep with a lot of women and he only slept with one like basically she should be grateful and it's like no that nigga could have just stayed single and said that he didn't want to do this because she said that multiple times he was the one who swore that he was ready so if he was not ready he should not have done it that has nothing to do with her and she basically tells him the same thing so it's just like oh i should be grateful and i should just take him back and basically he says no that's not what i'm telling you what i'm saying is if you take him back after this I believe that he learned his lesson and that you guys like your relationship will be what you thought it was in the beginning it will be f basically for real this time so anyway he's let Hassan, uh, Hassan I keep saying uh Hassan let's old girl come to his place because he usually doesn't let anybody come to his house but he's let her come to talk about the baby and he had called uh, Vanna just before this because she's coming to pick up her iPad. But he figured he could talk to old girl, get her out the way. By the time Vanna gets there to pick up her iPad, he can convince her to get something to eat. But when he see, he opens the door for old girl, there's five men behind her. And he realizes that it's a setup. So she's not pregnant, which, of course there was no crazy ex that was her cousin it was all part of a plan in the first book savant like when he got out of jail he opened up a new club and at that opening there was a guy there talking about fuck the mafia you know ain't nobody worried about them let me in and hassan heard that and knocked the guy out and they were outside so that man fell on concrete and he was brain dead for like six months until his mother pulled the plug 
and that man is old girl's brother's best friend so old girl's brother set this up like forcing her or influencing her to sleep with him and set this up so he can get inside his house because the dude said oh at first he was just gonna kill him at his sister's apartment but he wanted to come to his house and rob him so he can sell the stuff and give the money to the dead man's mama so he like what okay so he knows that vanna is coming so he decides you know let me do this so if they're gonna kill me i'll basically he'll be dead by the time she gets there but they'll be long gone so they won't hurt her and his baby so they he leads them to his safe and pulls out a gun and starts shooting back he's shot five times while i think he shot a couple and then like the other two or three that were in the back they didn't even have weapons so they just ran up out of there so with vanna being on her way you know she's the one who found him laid out and she rode in the ambulance with him but at the hospital they won't tell her anything you know she has to get information from the family now Hassan asks her what happened but she doesn't know because Hassan didn't tell anyone that he had anybody coming over so she doesn't know who did this but Hassan like they have security tapes and then he has his own personal security tapes so while he's in the hospital recovering they go to his apartment and watch those tapes because vanna had the password and they see old girl and see the five men so of course you know they're gonna find her and find them and get it taken care of so while hassan was shot five times only two of those shots were possibly fatal but he pulled through he made it out and when he gets out of the hospital, no, when he wakes up, sorry, and Vanna goes in there to see him, because he almost died, she realized how short life was and she doesn't want to be without him. So they're going to make a go of this again. So when he gets out of the hospital, they throw a welcome home party and he tells them, you know they like go outside to have a meeting and he says i'm gonna be down for the next six to eight months because he has to have physical therapy because where he was shot at five times it's something with his foot his leg and his hands and you know vanna's gonna have the baby soon so he was planning on taking some time off for that anyway so he is having dijon step into his place you know while he's gone and at first she's not comfortable with it because she's like you know mom their mom her and savant's mom is gonna have something to say about it and they're like girl we don't care about that like are you gonna step in and help the family or not and she tells savant you know as long as you help me i'll be willing to do it and rakeem tells her you know like i'm gonna be at your back with security and hassan is like you could basically have anybody else watch over her it ain't got to be you because they've been messing around and you know how he feel about that he do not want his sister with his best friend and all he says is you want her to have the best right well i'm in and i'm gonna be looking out for her 
And we end with Vanna and Hassan expressing how much they love each other. And that's it. And the next story will be Dijon's story, which I think is like a love triangle situation. So I can't wait to see what she has going on. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed my review, enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you back next week for a heart rejection. Loving a... How did it go? Loving a Black Mafia princess. Yes. So, peace and blessings, my beautiful people.